Peace, diehards. This is Evo the Any Star host of the Dynex Podcast. I am on my Tuesday ish again. It is actually Wednesday. So this podcast will be posted Wednesday night. And um, most of you guys will check it out then or maybe even Thursday morning. Anyway, the topic of the podcast today will be the traditional sports media and how they like to uh, drop rumors, quote unquote, and like to cite sources saying that their source said X, Y, Z, when it really actually is them just making up stuff just to stir the pot. And of course, a lot of fans, especially Fairweather fans, they eat it all up and, you know, swirl it up. They go to social media and talk about it and they argue in the barbershops and this, that, and the other. It's too much power for, for these guys to have, man. It's a new day. This is the social media era. Everybody has a phone. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has an opinion in the comments. And it's also this whole thing of podcasting. Podcasting is going crazy right now. Po- everyone has a podcast. And um, now this podcast here, this is a diehard Knicks podcast. This is a diehard area. That means that everything that I say is from the heart. Not like the sports media, that their their message is coming from their editors and their agenda for for um, whatever um you know company that they, they work for. These podcasters don't have anyone to um to answer to, just um just the basketball guys from their heart. You know, I'm a Knicks podcaster. I speak from my heart, and um there's a lot of other Knicks podcasters out there, and they do the same. So uh, we're gonna be talking about that today. This is Dynasty Podcast. You with any star? I'm your host. Let's get it poppin'. Your boy, Stefan Bondi, made a report that uh, Frank Nielkina wanted a trade. He requested he requested a trade. That's what he said. He said, according to a source, that uh, Frank Nielkina requested a trade because he dropped his prior representation for a French, you know, um, agent that also represents basically all of the French players that are in the NBA right now. And um, he say he said that uh, Frank requested a trade because he didn't want to be on the on the Knicks anymore. So give it like a day maybe two days or a day and a half Mark Berman of the Post reports that uh, that wasn't true that in fact Frank wants to stay and then you know that rumor was um, backed up by actual quote from Frank's new agent Frank's new agent came out and said that uh, Frank doesn't want to leave Frank wants to stay in New York so where does Stephen Bonnie get his information from you know it's just like this is just what I said in the intro. Guys, just, they just get maybe a little piece of information without verifying it. They just throw it out there. <laughs> you know, they just throw it out there to just to be first and just to stir the pot. Because they even got me too. Because um, you know, I don't really care what these guys say, but when they when they post stuff, you know, I make reactions to it. So I posted uh, a picture of um, Frank trying to be funny, and I posted his stats, his first two year stats, which are almost identical, if not worse, this year. So out of two years, he hasn't really shown any improvement, you know, as far as anything on on the stat sheets, whatever. So I, I'm not a, I'm not a Frank fan, so I'm just I'm ready to get him at any time. I also reposted um, a uh, a meme that I that I made, you know, like a little a little meme with me actually voicing over, you know, I already posted it on, on the podcast once before, so you can just go to my Instagram and check it out. But um, you know, I I like to poke fun on Frank, man. Frank is my favorite um my favorite kicking toy as far as the Knicks are concerned. 
But, you know, I mean, the kid is young, 19, maybe 20. I don't even know how old he is now. But, um, you know, I come from the, I come from the old school, man. Either you can play or you can't. You know what I'm saying? In order for you to get on the court, you got to be able to play. If you can't play, then you're not going to get picked again. That's just old school basketball, and that's just the New York way. So I'm not I'm not all about, oh, yeah, we need to develop him. No, 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 no. This is a professional basketball. He needs to develop himself. Like, if you go to the park right now, you're going to let a kid play. He's like, oh, you got to develop him. you got to let him play and develop No, he's going to go on the side with the other um, people that can't play and practice, you know, on his own time. If he wants to play with the big boys, he has to get better. You know what I'm saying? If he can't hang with us, then he can't play with us. So no one's going to pick him. No, you can't have next. Get the hell out of here. You know, so that those are the rules that I go that I that I um deal with. And I wish um New Yorkers would get back to that, man. You know, it's, it's all good, you know, this is professional sports. You know, we got a young guy, you know, we don't want to give up on him too early, you know, cuz the past and stuff like that. But, you know, you know th- this is not um this is not like match.com, you know what I'm saying? We're not we're not being um we're not going on the internet because we can't trust um people in the street or whatever. We we just like scorn by our, our, like a past girlfriend that um, cheated on us or something like that, you know this is like you know we gotta be beyond that, man. New York City should, is is the one that's supposed to lead, not the ones that um just fall into into like th- these traps and stuff like that. Because we used to shut down these these media guys. They make these reports, and then you know there was no social media back then, but you know social media was actually being social out there in, in um in the world. So I mean, guys, you just shut it down. Oh man, this guy's a you know. Everyone knows that the, that the, these uh, reports are are effed up, you know, because nine times out of, out of ten they report something, and half the time it's not true. Half the time it doesn't even come true. Oh, we're rumored to get this guy. Or we're rumored to trade this guy. Or we're we gonna get this, that, and the other. Nothing really ever happens with it, you know. So it is what it is, man. Just getting to the point now that these guys, you can't trust them. You can't trust anything that they say, even if it's true, you know, because half the time it, they're they're wrong. So, you know, obviously, obviously, if they, if um, he traded, um, you know, if he changed his uh, his agents, then obviously something's going wrong. Something he doesn't like is happening, whatever. He wants to be managed better, you know. And he, he has to because this is actually his, like, I want to say this is his last year. Like, um, this year is his last year of um, on his uh, rookie contract. And um, either he has one more year left or he has, like, the qualifying offer or something's coming up. That uh, That's the reason why the, he changed um, leadership. Because, um, you know, he's facing up, facing his new contract and, and a crossroads of his career. So if he wants to stay in the NBA, he has to improve. And he needs that, that um, their leadership to help him out, get him in the right spots, help him to help him to get better in the summertime. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, this is what it is, man. Let's talk about the homie Mark Stein right now. Mark Stein, he, he reports for ESPN, I believe. I'm not going to fact check this stuff because, you know, this new media stuff is kind of kind of whack. But, uh, you know, Stefan, Stefan, excuse me, Mark Stein, he um, reported that um, Durant is now equally interested in the Clippers all of a sudden. What month is it right now? It's, it's May. So, you mean to tell me after all the season, this, that, and the other, now all of a sudden Durant is more interested in the Clippers now? And it's about even with the Knicks? I mean, come on now. They've been reporting that, that um, Durant was going to the Knicks all year. So, now at the end of the year, when when all their fake rumors that they've been they're throwing out there... Um, don't seem to be 100% true anymore. Now they're gonna start throwing other teams in there just to save their own face, you know. So it's it's just, it's just whack. Like just just as a casual fan of the NBA, you know the Clippers. They they just finished um almost um not I'm gonna say almost. They they just finished you know banging with um, um Golden State and gave them a good show. You know they of course they lost, but you know they weren't they didn't have a, really a chance to win, but they gave them a good show. 
you know so so they're like right there so they can they can easily just grab a Durant and they'll be ready to go ready to compete right away you know what I'm saying so um, obviously you know the Clippers have bread you know they could sign Durant and you know that's obviously a great destination because the Lakers are going down and it will be awesome to um, to just tag on to the Clippers and make them into um, into a star team, just like the Knicks. The Clippers and the Knicks are basically they're not the same team because the Knicks, you know, the Knicks do have like a rich history or whatever. But the Clippers don't really have much history. Only when Chris Paul came along, you know, and maybe like stuff that happened before they came became um, the LA Clippers when they're in San Diego and stuff like that. Um, maybe that's when they had their their good history. But the basically the whole time they've been in LA, they didn't really have any any good history. Like I said, only when Chris Paul and Brick Griffin and they had like um, their whole dunk show, whatever they used to call themselves, you know, you know they they were exciting, but they used to get knocked out the first second round every year. So anyway, they they basically like the the West Coast Knicks. So you know if Durant goes there, you know he'll bring them up. But um, whatever, man, you just have to wait and see what goes on because um, Durant's boy, let me get his name right. Homie's name is Rich Kleinman. So, I mean, he did an interview with um, the Wall Street Journal, and he didn't even know. He admitted that he didn't even know what was going on with him. I'll play the video right now. That this has not been decided. There's no hidden no. handshake agreement. No. With the New York Knicks? No. No, nothing like that? No. Okay. All right. Okay. That is 100% undecided, and, um, and I'm waiting on Kevin, you know? That's, that's the truth. I think there's a feeling that this thing is like war games, and everybody's kind of like... Playing a uh, role. Yeah, playing chess like years out. But when somebody gets to the level of basketball that he's at, yeah. you can't juggle focus like that. There's so many things he's juggling too. He's not scripting his future while he's playing the way he plays and practices the way he practices. And it's, I think it's frustrating, honestly, at times. But I get it. I do get it. I get that like even as a kid, the kind of soap opera of it all was just beginning, and I liked it. Now, I think in some ways, it's like more soap opera at times than basketball, but um, he really doesn't know, and I really don't know. There's really nothing more that you can say with that. I mean, that's coming from the horse's mouth. This is a real answer. You know, it's just an answer that any of us can come up with, you know? But, um, you know, Rich um, Kleiman is actually his business partner, his friend. He knows him personally. He knows what's going on. You know, it's like you really don't know. Like, these, these like, it's, it's true. These guys are like... You know they're playing the season and saying when do they have time to like um, contact other players in, in the league and say yeah I'm going to the Knicks and saying other no I, I'm actually uh, you know trying to win a championship with the Golden State Warriors uh, I'm actually uh, you know trying to rehab my my legs so I can get back out there you know I mean you know it's just it's just it's just a little annoying but um it is what it is this this the um the the world we live in with the with the current setup with this media man. Media just wants to swirl and just want to make us crazy just so they can get some clicks. Anyway. He's back. Chris Steps Porzingis is back in the news. Back in the news, and guess who brings him up? Steve Mills. Steve Mills is doing a fan forum interview, and he just dropped a bombshell, like, out of nowhere. No one really prompted him. I didn't really hear the leading question, but um, I got the clip, and uh, this is what he had to say. When he walked into 
said that I don't want to be here. I'm not going to resign with the Knicks. And I'm going to give you seven days to, to trade me. I'm going back to, I'm going back to Europe. You know? So fortunately for us, through that process that we talked about the start of September, we had a number of deals lined up. And we could start the trade call as soon as we walked out of the office. Somebody, oh, He needs some milk. Yeah, man, this is exactly what I expected. I, I, th I thought, um, as soon as I heard the reports, I knew that Chris Stapps tried to just roll up in there on some, you know, like, gangster. Do you gangster. know who I am? Yeah, like, what the hell, man? He just ran in there with his with his brother and just started demanding stuff. I just knew that right off the bat. But, I mean, the media spin, they tried to drop it in there saying that the Knicks were overwhelmed. They didn't know what was happening. And they just um, panicked. They made a, a trade. They didn't even know what they were really doing they just kind of just did it within two hours you know within like an hour of the of the meeting they already just made a trade you know this this is all systematic man these guys are, are like well prepared and um you know Chris Stapps like you know he, they, he he already you know you know thinks that he's like some kind of superstar player you know 22 and 7 eh, 22 and 7 somebody that's injury prone and um plus uh like uh my uh, my brother-in-law Pat Big Pat he um he made the he always makes the point that um Kristaps was um was asking for a sub, asking for like help. He was tired, you know what I'm saying? You know, this this is the same guy here, you know, this like trying to make demands and stuff like that, running up running up in the office and telling the um the GM and the and the president what to do. So I mean that you know, obviously that didn't fly and they had a good uh you know, an exit plan. So um they just just like he said, they just made their calls and they did what they had to do. This is this is what we're dealing with here, man. This is like a this is not the same Knicks reg, um, regime, and this is not something that was reported by by the reporters. I just want to bring that up again, is that they initially reported that um the Knicks just made like a knee jerk reaction type of thing, and it totally wasn't. So this is from the horse's mouth. So this um New York media, they they they're they're as sloppy as you wanna as you as you wanna get. You know, as far as relaying information, they, they, they obviously, it's so obvious now, they're just trying to smear everything and try to dictate the um, what's going on out there as far as, far as information. But um, nowadays, you know, the Knicks especially, they, they're doing a great job with social media. They're doing their own reporting. They, they post everything that they, that they say in these meetings. You know, they have their own people with the cameras and they're the ones that, that, are, that are leaking all these um, videos and stuff like that. So... The Knicks is doing a great job giving out the information, and like, what do we need the media for? You know, what do we need the traditional media for? Because they they're just there just to ask the questions and stuff like that, and um and and make everyone you know angry basically. You know, like you know we got Durant coming, you know. So if Durant actually is coming, you know he's not gonna want to deal with all that shit. So I'm I'm quite sure the Knicks are gonna have a plan in place uh, for him to keep him happy if he if he decides to come here, and to keep him happy. You got to get rid of this this media stuff. You know what I'm saying? Let you know, let them do what they got to do because I guess that might be something contractual. You know, with the NBA, the NBA might have a um a deal with um the, the um, these these papers or whatever, or not. You know what I'm saying? It's a new like I said, it's a new age. I would love for for um for MSG to get these um podcasters in there, even if it's not me. Some of these other guys, like you know, you know, Mad Good Nick's um show. Those guys are are like one of the top ones. And some of the other guys too that do um, YouTube shows and stuff like that. Put those guys in the freaking um, in the booth and let them do reports and stuff on on the podcast. Because these um these um beat writers are definitely not doing doing the fans any justice. Now I know it's cool it's cool to get information like this, but if I was in the in that um that pit, I wouldn't even care. Chris Stapps is part of Dallas now, so we got like I said, we got bigger fish to fry, man. We got a whole 
like second part I want to say of um of um our fandom especially guys that are my age that are like middle aged whatever we already seen all the all the good from the 90s we already seen all the bad from the 2000s you know what I'm saying that was time to to um step into the next generation in the in the 220s and just build it up from here man it's there's no way to go but up well let's get into some breaking news as i'm um as i'm talking here 10 36 p.m may 22nd uh chris boussard actually had to get in his car and make a video to address um that uh those kevin durant um tweets and stuff so you know Chris Broussard was talking about um, how that he was like texting Durant and stuff like that. So Durant goes on Twitter and says, uh, "You don't have my my number, buddy," or whatever, whatever to that effect. So you know, Chris Broussard has to say, "Well, you know, DMs, you know, DMs are the same thing as texting," which which is in 2019, DMs is texting. You know, if I if I send somebody a DM on Instagram, it's it's uh, it's a text. You know, I don't need your number. I could just text you straight up. You know, even like friends that you have on Facebook and stuff like that, you, you might not be, you might not have that number, but you can instantly call them from Facebook if you wanted to, or you know, like I said, just just, just through messages, through direct message. So I mean, they, um, Chris Broussard goes on to talk about, um, you know, that he's has like over sixty messages and stuff like that. You know, so go to Twitter, man. It's it's right on Chris Broussard's on Twitter. It's uh, you know, Chris Broussard is Chris underscore Broussard, so you can check out what he said. It's interesting, you know, but um, you know, Chris is always very um, respectful, always um, carries himself with um, with uh, respect and whatever. So, you know, it just sucks that he has to go in his car and do that, you know. But I mean, that's the kind of troll that Durant is. So Durant's all with the smoke, man. So when Durant come, if I keep saying when, but if Durant does come here, he's gonna want to dictate um, the whole narrative with the media. You know, what I'm saying he's not gonna wanna he's not gonna wanna battle this 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 New York media because these guys are dirty. You know, they'll say anything just just to um, just to get upper hand, you know, or just to blow smoke up everybody's ass because you know everyone's gonna love it. You know what I'm saying? So you know, Durant's got to be careful with that if if um if he does decide to come here. Now let's get into the shit that Spencer Dinville says. Freaking jackass! Now I got Twitter up. I'm looking at Spencer Dinwiddle's uh, Twitter feed and he actually did reply to just a regular fan regular um fan on twitter that made a comment his comment was and the knicks are still getting you know kd i'm not even sure if that's the right kd i think that is i think that's the right kd on twitter kd and, and Kyrie are released the knicks are still getting Kyrie and durant and then he has to comment on it saying if that happens we'd still be the best team in new york with like uh, an emoji with the hands like eh. Dude, man, would you just shut the fuck up? You know what I'm saying? Just just when you thought it was safe, man, you know, here comes Spencer Dinwiddle again. Spencer Dinwiddle, what kind of freaking name is a Dinwiddle? Where the, the hell where the hell did he come from? You know what I'm saying? It's like like please be quiet. You know what I'm saying? You, you were like on your way out the league before you got to the to the Nets. And um, you know, finally you decided to take that next step and start you know, playing hard or whatever. You know, you finally got it, and now you're making a name for yourself only because you're in New York and you're just like, yeah, and there's like a secondary spotlight. So you're gonna get a little bit of shine. 
you know, whatever. But um, no matter what happens, even if the even if the um, Brooklyn Nets do get Durant and we don't get them, um, the Nets are still a secondary team. The Knicks are the big draw. No matter how well the Nets did this year, they still were second fiddle to the Knicks to everything the Knicks were doing. You know, where it comes to rumors, draft stuff, you know, season stuff. We, we, I mean, how many games did we lose back to back? We always will be the um, the, um, the big story because no one gives a damn about the Nets. You know, that's what, that's why they, they moved to Jersey when they, when they became part of the NBA. That's why they didn't stay in New York. That's why they went to Jersey. You know, that's why they stayed out there in the swamp. You know, they had Kenny Anderson. They had, you know, the great Drazen Petrovic, may he rest in peace. They had Derek Coleman. You know, they had all these different guys over there, you know, but always the misfortunes and stuff like that. They had Jason Kidd. Excuse me, before Jason Kidd, they had Marbury. You know, then Kenya Martin broke his leg, and then, you know, miraculously his leg is fixed when Ken, you know, when Kidd comes back. You know, they, I mean, come on, man. I, I know the history of the Nets better than Nets fans know the history about the Nets. So, anyway, Spencer will stay in your lane. You know what I'm saying? Just want to talk to Johnny, trying to give your team clout. Whatever, man. Just the, the plane is going to get that. You know, so just stay in the gym. Keep getting better. And stop worrying about what's going on over here. Stop stop bothering our Knicks fans. You know, go see if you can find a Nets fan wherever they are. You know, diehard Nets fans. There's no such thing. There are um, Nets fans that are out there that are trying to be diehards. You know, I, I tip my hat off to some of those guys. Because they're a bunch of good guys. You know, it's, you know, it's not, nothing malicious here really going. Really, really going here. But it's just like, yeah, I just I have to I have to give light to, to this, this freaking guy, man. No one cares about the Nets, fam. Get out of here with that. Ladies and gentlemen, we are four weeks and one day away from the NBA draft. My goodness, June 20th. Ah, man, I mean, it's going to be a long freaking month, man. Because, I mean, I think I think you can, you can put money on the fact that the Knicks are just going to draft RJ Barrett. I don't think we're going to trade the pick. I'll be very surprised if they do trade him. If they do trade him, I, I believe we're going to trade down. If if um, something like that was to happen, because um, the Knicks, uh, you know, they're doing their due diligence and stuff like that. So I mean, if we're going to trade down, we're going to trade down to get two picks. We're not going to trade down to get a pick and a player. I don't think that's going to happen. So I mean, if if that was to happen, you know, that's the only reason only reason why we make a trade. But it, with the way that Scott Perry's been going with Steve Mills and stuff like that, they're going to stick to their guns. They're just going to Take their pick and just draft the guy. And um, there's no one else better than R.J. Barrett. And we need a shooting guard, even though Alonzo Trier, I think Alonzo Trier is going to make a big step next year. And, um, you know, even if he does, we still need the depth. Everybody likes to talk about, oh, you know, we're already going to, if you get uh, Durant and Kyrie, we don't need no more scorers. We just got to get some secondary guys that could defend and just uh, rebound and stuff like that. I said, Look! Look in the mirror, okay. <laughs> look in the mirror, and let's let's get a reality check here. Look at the Golden State Warriors. Yes, they got Curry. Yes, they got Klay Thompson. But the rest of the team are filled with skilled players. They're just not defenders, and and that's it. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know when let's say uh, Durant, they got Durant also, and they also got um, Boogie Cousins. Everybody forgets about him. But both of those guys are hurt. Boogie Cousins and Durant. And look at look at Golden State. I know they won already a title without those guys. But, I mean, they're still good players regardless, you know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of stuff having to do with chemistry and familiarity and stuff like that. They haven't been playing the same way with those guys on the team. But those guys drop and they just start playing good. I mean, you know, you got to have firepower in this league, man. You cannot survive without firepower. You know, look at look at um, Philadelphia against um, against Toronto. 
Look at Toronto now against the Bucks. You know, even go down the line. Look at look at um, Dame, um excuse me, Dame Lillard and Portland against um, Golden State. Why did they lose? They didn't lose because um, you know, like Golden State just shut them down. They didn't have you know whatever. No, Portland doesn't have scores. They had that dude Leonard on Portland that had like a big game the other night. Because who else is gonna score? They have no scores on their team. All they have is Dame and um and your boy CJ. That's it. They have nobody else to, to fall back on. I, I guess you could say Cantor, but Cantor's not playing defense. He's a liability. So they only got two guys on that team. And, um, you know, they did have a center. If he, if he was there, maybe that might have helped them a little bit. But still, man, you, you still need more than two, three guys that's going to score the ball. You have to be able to stick another guy in there to be able to um, to pick up some slack. So that's what the, um, the Golden State Warriors do, man. They can, they can go pretty deep. You know they have a lot of uh, like like a lot of uh, obscure kind of players, but these guys are interchangeable where where they're skilled enough to do what the team needs them to do, and um they can still win. Now if they lose Curry, it'll be a little bit harder. But I mean they've been proven to win even without Curry, because you could throw um you know Livingston in there and you could throw Iguodala out there to um, to be a point. And then they still got the other kid that I keep forgetting his freaking name. Um, you know he he's also another another dude that um that could play step right in play because and he's proven that during the regular season, so Golden State is just a well-oiled machine. They got the right players in the right spots to do what they need to do, and then they're they're just disciplined and well coached. You know you can't really beat that. You know what I'm saying? So the Knicks want to do the same thing. So we can't cry and be like, okay, well we got Alonzo Trier, so let's not get RJ. Let's get like a defender. <laughs> We're not that good yet. You know, we need to get as much talent as possible. Even if we do get an R.J. Barrett, and R.J. Barrett proves that he's starter-worthy, and that Alonzo Trier is coming in, and he's thirsty and hungry, and he's ready to start, too. Um, it's good that we have both. We can start R.J. and have Alonzo come off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Or we can move R.J. to the small forward and make Kevin Knox the power forward and have Alonzo start. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? We don't know what's going to happen. Even You know, and we're not even sure if we're going to get Durant. With um, with all the stuff that's going on, so I mean, you gotta, you just gotta like, keep things in perspective, man. It's just the Knicks, it's all about the Knicks, man. I just cannot wait, I cannot wait till all this is, is thing, cause as as soon as like, the draft comes around, usually like a day before or whatever, like even sometimes like a week or so before, they start making little little trades here and there, little minor trades, and then draft night or or the day of the draft, they start really just dropping bombs, boom, 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 with all the you know, the the different trades and stuff. So I, I think it's going to be a crazy offseason starting with this draft, man. So, like I said, four weeks in a day. My God. So I, I'm going to try to be out there again this time around. They're like, you know, for uh, for the lottery, I hanged out with the OmniFan. So if they do if they do another event, I'll probably hang out with them again for um, for their, for whatever event they decide to do. So I know, that, I know they're brewing something. I know they already have something probably planned at this point. So um so look out look out for that. If you guys want to interact with me, I'll definitely be hanging out with them. And then, you know, I'll, I'll try to um if I can, try to um link up with some of the other guys. Just to just to make some mingle with the with the um fans out there. I know like I said, I was an Omni Omni fan. I got to talk to a couple guys. You know, I, I can't really get the get the names right now. I I should have I should have wrote stuff down. I, I should have I actually should have recorded. But um, you know, I wasn't trying to like um, you know, up, you know, like um outshine the event, you know what I'm saying? I did have my my diehard um gear on and stuff like that, but um it was it's not my event, so I wasn't trying to like overshadow things. But I did get to speak to some people, and um you know a lot a lot of the guys were really nice, man. You know, Orange Orange Blob man, 
you know, he was there. He, he said that he didn't notice me, but I mean, I gave, I gave man, I gave my man a pound. You know what I'm saying? I said what up to him and all that. You know, and a couple other guys too that I saw there that I didn't even really realize who they, who they were until until you know I got home the next day and I'm look, looking at um Instagram. I'm like, oh shit, these guys were there. These guys were there. These guys were there. You know, so it's just interesting, man. You know, life life is weird. Anyway, so I, I look forward to hanging out with those guys. Yeah, man. So it's, uh, it's a lot, it's a lot of stuff to uh, to look forward to. I just love being a Knicks fan, man. This is, this is like the greatest time to be a Knicks fan. I hope you guys really appreciate that. All right, so we're gonna end the podcast here. Before we go, I'd like to shout out uh, Self Maddox. That's the owner of the Gorilla Podcasting Network. He actually did a little panel thing where uh, he was discussing uh, branding yourself in the digital world. That was the name of the of the little panel that he did. So shout out to him. He's trying to trying to expand his network, man. Big up to him, man. I, I like I like what he like I said, you know, when I when I introduced him, you know, he's really trying his best to um to um expand his own personal brand along with um, you know, bringing and um, you know, bringing other people with him, you know what I'm saying? Helping elevate people do what they what they need to do, whether it be podcasting game or other stuff within within life. So shout out to him, man. He's doing a great job. And I'm I'm glad I'm a part of it. And um, we're just going to keep it keep it uh, moving, man. Shout out to the merch. You can go to diehardnicks.com and then be able to get to the to the merch page. Uh, you know, like I said, I have a lot on my plate with, as far as um, everything is concerned. So uh, I'm like kind of like dragging my feet with certain things. But um, you can go on Instagram. Instagram is diehardnickspodcast. You can find a link tree there. That'll link you to a whole bunch of different things where you can um, actually sponsor the podcast. Like I said, you can go to the merch from there. You can also find links to the podcast through um, Apple, uh, Google's on there, Spotify, I believe, and also Anchor. You know, just check those out, man. You know, we, we, we um we're trying to we're trying to do big things with this. I love to do the podcast. You know, I know it's like a slow kind of news news area right now until the draft comes around. But um, you know, stick with us, man. I'm I'm trying to get guests on here. Like I said, you know, it has to do with scheduling and stuff like that. You know, but I'm gonna try to get some guests in here. I also want to try to get some anchor guys on there, like the Guard Up Knicks podcast. Those guys are pretty good. Also, Mr. Slizzy. Mr. Slizzy, I got to try to get down with those guys, man. We can chop it up on some Knicks stuff, especially during this downtime. So anyway, I shout out a lot of people today, man, but I'm going to shout out to you. You personally, the one that, pers- the one that pressed that button, click, 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 and got the uh, podcast pumping in their speakers on their computer or pumping in their headphones, or pumping in the speakers on, on their car. Thank you so much for listening. This is Evie with Any Star. Four fingers to the forehead, tucking the thumb salute. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. This is a Gorilla Podcast Network production.